0: Brothers and sisters, rejoice always, pray without ceasing, in all circumstances, give thanks, for this is the will of God for you in Christ Jesus. We hear these words today from our second reading from St. Paul to the Thessalonians, but they speak to us today as well. To rejoice always, to pray without ceasing, to give in all circumstances, give thanks. Why? Why? As St. Paul says, because this is the will of God for you in Christ Jesus. This is how we're called to live our life. Being joyful people being people who give thanks in all circumstances. And how do we do this? I'd say it's that second part, praying without ceasing. But what does that look like? How can we pray without ceasing? So often this can hang us up. So we may think, well, Father, what, what am I supposed to do here? Am I supposed to pray the Our Father all day, every day? Am I supposed to spend 14 hours a day in the adoration chapel? How am I supposed to get any work done if I do that? Well, unless that's your vocation of being uh, someone who is uh, withdrawn from the world in a cloister as a nun or as a hermit, that's not what praying without ceasing looks like for you. Nor is it for the people of Thessalonia. So then what does it look like? like. And by the way, prayer, there's a lot of books out there on prayer. And prayer can be difficult. I just finished a book on prayer. You know what the title was? Difficulties in Mental Prayer. I was like, yep, this, this makes sense right now. Written in 1908 or something like that, by the way. And so I always want to learn more about about prayer, We hear in the Gospels, right? The apostles come to Jesus and say, Teacher, teach us how to pray. This is a question I get often as well by people. Father, how do I pray? And then we'll farther. how do we pray without ceasing? Well, first off, let's look at a definition of prayer. We can go to St. Therese of Lisieux. St. Therese of Lisieux, of course, the the little flower, the the simple way, which a simple way made her a doctor of of the church. This is what she said about prayer. She said, for me, prayer is a glance toward heaven. For me, prayer is a glance toward heaven. I shared this story before, but I just love this story. Of the peasant in Ars, France, who every single day before he went out to the field to work, would drop his pitchfork off at the entrance to the church and walk in. And he'd spend two, five, ten minutes in prayer and then go off to the field to work. And one day, uh, St. John Vieni, Monsignor Vianney at the time, Marie Vianney, said to the peasant, What do you do? How do you pray? And he simply said, I look at God, and God looks at me. Hmm. How beautiful that we are able to look upon our Lord, to gaze upon him, and let him gaze upon us. And in that prayer, being filled with what? Filled with his love. Filled with his grace. But in order to pray without ceasing, what must we at least do a little bit of beforehand? Have those set times for pray, prayer. Because you can't pray without ceasing if you don't have set times for prayer. Just like that peasant in ours, France, when he was going out to the field, he brought that with him, continuing to pray without ceasing, but he also had that that set time. And so for ourselves, we must ask ourselves, where are those set times of prayer? Do we pray in the morning, that morning offering? When we wake up, can we offer the day to the Lord? You know, I heard recently someone says, this is how I start my morning prayer. Bless us, O Lord, and these I gifts, which we are about to receive. From thy bounty, through Christ our Lord, amen. We're very familiar with that prayer. It's a prayer we pray before meals. But also we could say, bless us, O Lord, in these thy gifts, the gifts of our day, which we are about to receive from thy bounty, through Christ our Lord. So maybe tomorrow morning when you wake up, to start your morning that way. If that morning offering, if you don't have one right now, Saying, Lord, I know everything that comes my way today is a gift from you. When we go to bed, by the way, to kneel down, kneel down at the edge of your bed and to say, Lord, thank you for today. Thank you for all that you have done for me. Do a quick examination. Ask him for forgiveness in those ways that we've offended him. And that way, when our head hits the pillow, we know we've had those bookmarks of our day. And then in the middle of it, it's set time for prayer, but also, like I said, praying without ceasing. So let's look at that part now. I've teased it enough. St. Francis de Sales, by the way, is a very famous saint. He's the one that's probably one of the great spiritual authors of of the history. And he wrote a beautiful book, maybe many of us have read before, Introduction to the Devout Life. And it was revolutionary because it was addressing how to pray, for lay people, not just for priests, not just for religious, but Saint Francis of Sales said everyone of every single vocation—husband, wife, mother, daughter, son, grandpa, farmer, whoever it is—has an opportunity and needs to spend time in the interior life. Needs to spend time in prayer, prayer. And so he said, praying without ceasing looks like this. It's an aspiration of the heart that throughout the day to turn the eyes of the heart and mind toward God. That throughout the day, we're turning our not only our heart, but also our mind towards God. That in the midst of maybe, midst of, of activity, to step back and say, Lord, I need you here. Or to step back and say, Thank you, Lord. Just that, that pause that we can do throughout the day. And there's certain words we can even use in this. There's certain, we could say, supplications to the Lord, the, the Jesus prayer. It's great Eastern, uh, Western um, tradition Lord Jesus Christ, Son of living God, have mercy on me, a sinner. Imagine doing that in the middle of one of the many meetings of your day at work, right? Imagine doing that as you're doing the dishes or you're doing the 10th load of laundry because your children just cannot keep clean clothes, right? This is part of prayer to turn towards the Lord. And in doing so, what is going to happen? We're going to realize that we are not alone but that God is with us. I'm gonna share one last story. About, I don't know, 10, 12 years ago, give or take, I don't know exactly. uh, My sister Anna uh, and I were talking. She's really close, we're an Irish triplet, we're really close, we're in the same grade, everything like that. And Anna has a beautiful vocation as as a wife and a mother, but she also has a a job as, as a nurse, and that's a whole nother vocation, right? She just said, I said, Anna, how's it, how's it going? She said, it's really hard. It's hard being a nurse right now. She goes, the patients are, are grumpy. Uh, that the, the administration's all about the administration, right? right? The administration doesn't respect me, all that other stuff, right? She goes, I just feel like I'm beat up, and it's hard being a nurse. I said, well, you pray, she goes, what do you mean? Of course, I pray. I go to mass, I do my prayers before meals, and Anna is a very faithful, faithful lady. But I said, Do you pray for your patience? She goes, No. Maybe we should start trying doing that. I said, Another thing you can do when you walk in the room, when you walk in that room, maybe pray a quick Hail Mary, or just ask Mary's intercession for you so when you're walking in you know that who you're ministering to as grumpy as they may be or whatever else it may be that you're not alone so a couple months later i asked her how's it going she said you know it's it's still hard it's hard being a nurse but i also feel like i'm not doing it alone like god is with me where do you need to do that in your life We're doing to bring God with us, calling on him. My favorite prayer, come, Holy Spirit, come. I say that throughout the day, throughout the meetings I go to, throughout the different situations. Come, Holy Spirit, come. And in doing so, it's being able to pray without ceasing. And then in doing that, knowing that we're not alone, that we can truly rejoice because God is with us and we can give thanks to him in all circumstances. And this is what God wants of us. This is the will of God that we do what? Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, in all circumstances give thanks for this is the will of God for you in Christ Jesus.